Alright everybody, it's finally happened. The Metal Hand of God podcast has finally got an online merch store. It's located at tpublic.com. That's right, tpublic, T-E-E, public.com. Go there, to their website, type in M-H-O-G, and a variety of art designs will pop up where you can put them on t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, Pandemic masks. That's right. We also have pandemic masks. The new fashion accessory for the year 2020 into 2021. We have wall art, notebooks, mugs, pillows, pins, you name it. Hey, you want stickers? Magnets? How about a phone case? That's right. You can get an MHOG phone case just by going to tpublic.com. A variety of sizes and colors, and the quality is Hands down, the best you're going to find. That's right. MHOG Merch Store at tpublic.com. You're part of the family. Might as well really be part of the family and grab yourself an MHOG tea at tpublic.com. Thanks for listening to the MHOG Podcast. And for all your support through the years... We want to see those t-shirts outside, so go to Tee Public. Order your MHOG merch today. TeePublic.com Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and with me today is the one, the only, Josh, a.k.a. Jab Leon. And today we have a returning guest, the incredible Professor Fuzz. What's up, guys? Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Good. You know, like we were talking. It's funny that these people don't know that we were talking for like 15 minutes earlier, <laughs> and we've already, you know, said how everything's going and all that good stuff. But still, they don't know. So That's how's, true. How's it going? <laughs> well, man, we're, we're in Dallas. We had hail today. Hail? Um, what the, what yeah, the fuck? Hail, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So that, 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 that was some exciting Dallas weather. Um, the dogs are napping behind us and snoring. So, you know, depending on how sensitive the microphone is, we may catch some of that in the, the podcast. Well, I'll make sure not to call it names. <laughs> <laughs> that was a horrible it's, joke. It's cricket and monk. Yeah, y'all can kick me out of the group. It's all right. It's okay. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> so, uh, what you guys been up to since last time we talked, man? It's been a while. It's actually been a year. Yeah, I, I, I went back and looked, and it's been a whole year since you guys have been on. Yeah. So I think last time we talked, we had we'd had, we'd released the Curb and Streetman Sugar Bride Blues record yes and we were getting ready to go on tour that summer and uh, we ended up we had two tours booked for the summer of 19, 2019 and one of them we had to cancel a bunch of dates because uh, Marin's father passed away unexpectedly oh man uh, sorry to hear that be- yeah thanks uh, the day before we were supposed to head uh, east and so we ended up driving west to Utah and Idaho for the funeral. And, uh, in fact, the last time that we made it to New Orleans was the last uh, scheduled night of that first tour. Oh, wow. Um, 
where did we play? We played Checkpoint Charlie's yeah. that night uh, with uh, Hex Windham and Bad Moonlander and uh, something face. Something face. <laughs> something uh, face. No, I, I can't, can't remember. <laughs> Is it, was, it a local band? Yeah, another local band. And I'm gonna. I have to go back and look at the thing. Something. And I'm, like, embarrass face. myself on the podcast by not remembering their the band name. Oh man. Uh, but that was that was supposed to be like the, the final night of a nine of a nine day run, and it ended up being the one nine. the ninth night of a one day run. <laughs> uh, but we uh, regrouped for a month and then made another run up the Midwest. And uh, I don't know another nine or ten days uh, of that. Played a bunch of local and and regional shows in the first part of 2020, and we're all geared up uh, in March to uh head east again and i think we had uh we had homa on the agenda uh for that tour and uh you know like the plague hit and so we ended up having to, we ended up canceling that run uh you know the day before we were gonna set out uh oh. and as it turned out we kind of watched venues and cities locking down it's like oh crap that would have been like the night we were supposed to be in chapel hill and they just closed everything <laughs> down and Oh well, I just see that Birmingham is on lockdown, and we were supposed we would have been we would have been there tonight if we hadn't been sitting here in Dallas. Um, That's crazy. You guys are watching your tour. It's it's more like the tour of all the all the the venues closing. Yeah, I, I think I think of the like I think we had nine another nine days booked for that uh, that run in March, and I think only one of the nine shows went on. Wow! Us. Wow! Uh, and uh, you know, then we came home and you know watched the world from our our windows for you know months now. Yeah, it's 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 been pretty freaking insane. I mean, from from COVID to the the insanity in Washington to uh, protests and firebombs, and I was just like, I was like, can this year get any more screwed up? <laughs> I know. And and unfortunately, you know, we, we've turned the odometer. The calendar is now 2021. Um, but, you know, we're not in really that much better of a place. <laughs> no. Uh, with, with only maybe the hope that we've got some adults in, in charge at this point and that we can get the, you know, the car out of the ditch and um, get, get back on the road. Uh, I doubt it. But, uh, you know, it's, yeah. there's always hope. <laughs> is there? No, it's, no, uh, really, it really isn't. I'm just trying to be optimistic. Goddamn, damn. Uh, yeah, everything's bleak. Okay, this is 2021. All right, we, we, we're not doing positivity we here. Your, fe your feigned optimism, though. <laughs> <laughs> but man, you know, we, we had big plans for 2020, as as did a lot of people. And uh, back in January of 2020, we were in the studio. We made a new record. Um, worked with a new engineer, a new mastering engineer on a new record label. We were all set to drop this thing in, um, you know, in June, which we ended up doing. And then we've been having to, you know, promote a new album uh, through live streams. Yeah, that that was another weird thing. And the weird turning point with uh, 2020 was was like everyone trying to resort to live streams, which is fine. And I think it's really a good idea, you know, people had. But the same people who have been doing this, I'm not knocking anybody, I'm just saying this, but you guys have been putting out free YouTube videos for years. And why would somebody pay to watch you play when they could just go watch it for free on YouTube? Well, you know, and we've been, we used to pop onto Facebook, uh, you know, on random Saturday or, or more often than not Sunday night. Yeah. And it's like, all right, here's like, here's an hour of us playing. And we'd chat with people in, you know, in cool. the comment section and never charged anybody. Yeah, never Great. Charged. So the upside is when, when lockdown hit um, and we were supposed to be on tour, actually it was like the first Saturday night of, of the tour. It's like, all right, well, let's just do a spontaneous go back on Facebook. Thing. Hell yeah. And we did that. And over the course of the last 10 months, you know, we rearranged our practice space a little bit. We upgraded some lighting um, and we've been continuing to do free live streams, either on Facebook or on Twitch. Um, Very cool. And bringing in friend bands from, uh, you know, all over the country uh, and, and, you know, sort of curating multi-band live stream shows. That's cool. Um, and again, doing them for free because, um, like you said, why is anybody going to pay to to watch this? And particularly when it's not 
you know, a professional production. We're not we're not renting out Babylon and have your sound guy and your light guy and three guys with cameras and and you know a video engineer who can do cool cuts and stuff. You know, we just I got the phone set up on a tripod and we're playing in our you know in our garage. But you, but you know what, man? Is to be all honest, I I prefer things like that. You know, to fancy cuts and all the the glitz and glamour that because I mean when you. When you watch a uh, live show, like I remember as as a kid, I always liked finding cool um, uh, live like covers from bands that I enjoyed. You know, like and and I got that because of uh, like one of my favorite singers of all time is Mike Patton from Faith No More, and the dude does so much shit. Like he's mm-hmm. he's got like forty billion projects, and then every time he plays live, he does these weird ass covers. And the only way you can get them is if someone had a recording device or a cell phone, you know. So I kind of like that. I've always had a, a a thing for like the live bootleg sound, you know. I I thought that was really cool. Um, but like like I'm not saying anything about you guys or or local people doing live shows and trying to get stuff out there. I'm talking about like guys who are multimillionaires that are like, okay, let me do a live show so I can get more money. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. and, and now if they're donating that stuff to like the rigging guys and stuff that they use for, for their shows, that's fantastic. Cause that's awesome. But if they're just doing it to like get all their fans amped up and some more money for them, you know, I think that's kind of, why? Why would yeah, you do that? Totally agree. No, I've I've seen a few big name people who have you know done pay per views with uh, you know the money going to various organizations, and that's that seems totally legit. But yeah, you know, I couldn't. You know, we we put up a, a link. You know, here's here's our PayPal, here's our Venmo. You know, if you want to throw five bucks in our in our digital yeah. tip jar, we appreciate that. But but really, man, go to our Bandcamp page and buy buy this record that we can't that we can't bring to your town. <laughs> yeah, um, hey, see, and and I can appreciate something like that. You know, I think that's really awesome. You know, um, I, I in fact, one of these days I'm gonna monetize this this fucking podcast. I don't know, and the problem is I don't know how. Like I've been giving it away for 600 episodes. How the fuck am I gonna make somebody pay for it dude, now? It's easy, Wayne. Sell feet pics. That's uh, that's the way to do it these days. You re- really? Why? You, Why I, not? Do I have to do an only OnlyFans now? No. I, you... I was just gonna suggest, man, the metal hand of God on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. There you go. See, thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one with this idea. That would be an interesting OnlyFans, and I guarantee you, it'd be very weird. Yeah. Well, duh. No, I mean, I, I wouldn't set, expect up, set up a Patreon. You know, and we have like four four people who send us five bucks a month, and um, we dig into the live recording archive. I mean, I'm I'm a historian by training, and and you know it's my day job, and so I'm a, sort of an archival pack rat. And we've played over 200 shows in the last six years, nice. and I have a recording of almost every one of them. Oh, dude, and that's so, awesome! So yeah. for our for our Patreon people, at five bucks a month every month, I go into the archive. And I pull a live show, and I pull photos and digital art from it, and I write up, you know, an account of what, you know, what this night was about. Um, and uh, for like for December, we we made some special T-shirts that were only for the Patreon patrons. And, nice. You know, just trying to find little ways like like that of you know making some of the money that we would have made at a merch table. Um, yeah. Play- playing a local gig or, you know, a gig in New Orleans or Memphis or wherever, you know, some right. of the places that we used to get to regularly. And, and, before I, the play. and that's kind of the idea I had to, you know, like if you guys donate a dollar every episode you hear or whatever, you know, I'll send you something or, you know, a sticker or some, some patches or whatever, you know, some little odd end things that I could figure out. It's just, you know, trying to figure it out right now, what I want to do with that. But I mean, it's not going to be like a, um, uh, like a, if you don't pay for it, you don't get to listen, kind of thing. Exactly. It's you more know. of a th- more of a you know throw throw me a little bit of money and we'll throw you some thank yous. Yeah, if you like us, cool. Well, I I've yeah. even got to the point. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna say we were also really lucky in that the whole band was locked down together. Well, that's true. That's true, huh? Y'all that's are, convenient. That is very. <laughs> it, and you see, when we what was cool for us with the uh, with the podcast was we actually stepped up our our programming because of the fact 
we were locked down because I was out of work for a month, and my co-host uh, Rum was also out. He's he was out of work for a long time, and then we ended up getting Josh, which Josh has only been on for what two weeks, three weeks now, Josh. Yeah, roughly. I mean, yeah. I've been on the show before. But yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, as like you know, officially part of the show and kind of shit, you know. Yeah. Well, he was just like, yeah, by the way, we have a new host that's going to help us out. And I'm like, oh, thanks. I'm good. Glad to know, you know, this last minute. You announced it on the show. You're on the ho- You're hosting now. What? What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Uh, LOL, what's happening? No. And you got a pizza. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you got pizza. No, but, uh, you know, so what we did with the show was we started doing other things. Like I have, uh, we have MHOG podcast shorts which are like little 10-minute shorts of about one subject that me and some random guest or somebody else will just talk about for 10 minutes. And we just oh, cut man, them out. First, I thought you were talking about like hot pants or little gym shorts <laughs> or something. We have those, too. There's your, there's your Patreon merch right there. We could have them little shorts, and it's like these little tiny. Yeah, that's great. Daisy Dukes with, with, our, with our faces on yeah. the ass. No, I can't. I, mean, I, I can't really do that though, because my kid's the one who made the theme song for that. So it would make me feel terrible by doing that. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the first time you felt terrible for something about your kid. It probably <laughs> last. So, at five years old, trust me, you've got a lifetime of feeling <sighs> terrible about your kid. Man, tell me about it, dude. Holy crap! Yeah, I got a funny story, and he's probably gonna kill me when he gets to be old enough to listen to this. Um, when, uh, he, he was at school, uh, this past week and he doesn't like school. And at five, I'm just thinking to myself, fuck, he don't like school at five. I can imagine what it's going to be like when he's 15. Um, but anyway, so he's at school and my wife gets a text from his teacher saying that Wayne peed himself and he told her. He did it on purpose so he could go home. <laughs> he Man, that's uh, Ted level stuff. He right there. yeah, he is so damn smart. It's ridiculous. He's like, he said, she's like, why'd you do that? Because he had went to the bathroom, came back, and then stood there and peed on himself. He's like, man, fuck this. I'm gonna go home. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you little sack of shit. But she went and got some clothes that they had. Yeah put him on him and he had to stay at school so i was like "Uh uh-huh i said you learned you learned just because you pee on yourself don't mean you get to go so god only knows ted nugent go to vietnam (laughs) that's right so yeah that was some some next level shit there i didn't even think about that as a kid (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) yeah if you say so He, th- nah, he he was thinking it through, but he but he didn't quite have the whole picture. <laughs> right. He didn't know what was in the closet. Right, right, right. He wasn't like he's thinking to himself, hmm. If I wet myself, that means they gotta call my parents. They gonna come get me. Yes. So wait a minute. So if I shit my pants, this means I wouldn't have to do the podcast right now, right? No, you'd have to sit in it and still do it. God damn it! Thought I can get out of it. Nope. Sorry, dude. You you you're you're stuck. And you probably shit your pants anyway. <laughs> Listen, okay. It feels comfortable. Right, right. It's warm. It's cozy. Right. Feel... It has more cushion. It's... You know what? I'm done. I'm about to eat. I don't need to be talking about this. Oh my god. So you guys living in Dallas and uh, all that good stuff. So everything is pretty crazy out there still or what? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That the the Rona numbers are through the roof as they are everywhere and uh Yeah. Crazy. So, so you guys don't have anything open, or is it is like you are like phase what? What like if you had a phase to pick through? Um, no, I don't. I don't know what's in fact closed. I think bars and restaurants are either operating at fifty or seventy-five percent capacity. I think we may be fifty percent capacity right now because nice. there's no ICU beds available, and so we've we've gone into whatever the red zone is. <laughs> right. um, but the re- but the red zone then means like. Everyone can go, you know, you can have half of the number of people in the bar instead. Right. Um, my, I think know. I think my favorite is the um, uh, the curfew. Like the fucking Corona comes out after 10 o'clock or something. Right. You yeah, know, it's, it's like, OK, we got to close everything at 11. OK, guys. So the scary Corona doesn't come out and get you after 11 o'clock. 
that yeah i mean there, there's there's so much of um you know what what they tried to do uh to mitigate this that just doesn't make any sense um and you know uh 10 o'clock 11 o'clock midnight <laughs> i mean this is like this argument didn't work with my mom and curfew when i was 15 right amen <laughs> Amen. And, and that's the same point I'm trying to make is like these guys are it's just ridiculous, man. I mean, it's like what does that mean? It, it, does like seriously, do you is it like the witching hour? Do we like does it do we mutate? I, I don't understand. Is it is it like uh was it gremlins? If we feed them after midnight, it's too late. Bro, listen, some chicks on Bourbon Street does look like gremlins after midnight. I'm just saying. <laughs> after- well, I, I got I got to warn you, man. They probably looked like it beforehand, and, you know, it's just worse now. I mean, probably. Now, you you, you want to say mog, why, but you actually want to say mom, why you look like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, why does it look that bad? <laughs> Girl, take a rest, drink some water, sit down for a little bit. Oh, that's bad, bro. Yeah. <laughs> But you know we, we got we got small businesses and, and bars and restaurants and people who are really struggling, and then you've got yeah. big big businesses and corporations who who took the relief money that was meant for the yeah. small businesses, and uh, you know things that things that could have been done to help normal people and, and real legit small businesses haven't happened. Yeah, and so I I totally get why people are open yeah. and and losing their know, shit. Yeah, I completely understand. And I think in terms of, you know, people's mental health, um, you know, we opened stuff up, uh, you know, a month before we needed to back before Memorial Day. And we've been losing the battle ever since. Yeah, we had, you know, we we had made a lot of ground and then we just opened the floodgates before it was ready. Um, And and I think there's a lot to do with um, like, it's not so much to do with the mask mandate, which I mean, it's in my personal opinion, I think it's a good idea. Um, yep. But um, what I I think it's a lot of people just not really giving a shit. And if they get it, they go into their family's household and they give it to everybody at home and everybody, you know, it's just that that kind of thing. I think that's it's like a you know for holidays. I think that's where we got our big peaks yeah. for, for holidays. Well, and it's just you know one heartbreaking story after another. Yeah. Uh, Somebody who was asymptomatic, didn't know they had it, went home, and now, you know, dad who's been fighting cancer but doing fairly well is now being pulled off of life support. Yeah. Or, I mean, I, you know, we're fortunate that the, the you know, the, the two cases that we know of in our family, we've gotten over without, uh, um, you know, anything major, at least in the short term. Um, but I've got a lot of friends that were not, weren't so fortunate. Um, you know, and people that have lost, uh, parents and siblings and, um, you know, it's, and for people to not care about what's happening to somebody else is really has been one of the more disturbing, um, outcomes of this whole pandemic. Yeah. It's been a, it's like I said before, man, it's been a really wild, wild year. And and honestly, it's been an eye opener for a lot of things. You know, it it just goes to show you, like, <laughs> the mentality of people. You know. Yep. And like, it's more. It's to me, it's more of a. I'm more worried about me than I'm worried about anybody else. That kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. all I live my life. Well, yeah, we know that, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking go and get a pizza. Yeah, I'm not sharing either. It's all mine. I was gonna I say, know. and you could at least at least sent me some pizza or, you know, at least offered our guests some. Hey, you guys want some? Because I'm not giving <laughs> shit to Wayne. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll split a slice here. Just slide it through the Skype for us. That's right, yeah. Gotcha. Boy, one day that'll happen. That'd be weird. Oh, it's like Star Trek times. Well, I mean, yeah, think about the advances that we have. I mean, you know, 20 years ago, this would not have been possible. Yep. I mean, you know, I, I can see you guys straight on my screen and, and like uh, beforehand that was all on TV and only on TV, you know, like Star Trek with the the uh, the when they call up and they pop on the screens. Yeah. You know, and it was just it's pretty freaking crazy. I always said that as like if my dad was here, like what kind of shit would he be thinking? Because 
my dad was a tech guy. He loved all the new gadgets and stuff. And he'd, he'd be the guy buying the, the $17,000, you know, iPhone 70 or whatever. <laughs> it's okay. We don't need the house. I was like, shut up, dad. We can we can make a virtual house with the Sims program. <laughs> right, right, right. He was the guy who bought the the CD player when it was five grand. You know, but that was yeah. that was my dad. Um, you know, but and, and when was the last time you carried an extra quarter around in case you needed to make a phone call? For real. <laughs> well, Damn. What's that's a way throwback now? What, what's a quarter? You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, we're not oh. not taking cash anymore. At the, yeah. You know, at this, this drive through. Yeah. yeah. No more cash. Just, Apple Pay only, yeah. Yeah, you can either Apple Pay or uh, or, or Venmo. Yep. <laughs> and, um... Well, that's the other thing we've learned is like, you know, how limited um, our late night food options are <laughs> in the, the North Dallas suburb that we live in. No, we don't even need to talk about that. I'm so upset right now. There's so much food to be in my stomach, and it's not happening. I know. I like we've, one of our favorite places is a, a Middle Eastern buffet. Like, oh man! And I, I hope they survive this, but I, I'm not going into a buffet right now. Sorry. Yeah, I don't, I don't think buffets are gonna last. Like, um, I think there's a couple. Well, I, you know what I've seen? I, I'll tell you what I've seen. Um, there was a, we went to a uh, recently. We went to a casino for my birthday, because uh, my wife wanted to uh, get some, um, uh, what was it, uh, snow crab. So and and over there they do like this big huge crab buffet type thing. So we went over there, and uh, what was cool about the buffet was it's still buffet style, except instead it's more of like cafeteria where you stand there. They give you a plate, you don't pick okay. one up. They give you one, and they put the food on prior to you getting the plate. So it's just like they handle everything and then you get it. So you're not like actually sticking your hands in the you know getting the 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 tongs and all the other shit so it was actually pretty pretty sterile kind of situation yeah no that's i mean that's the only way to do it i'm, I'm not sticking my hand in after the guy six feet in front of me <laughs> this was, was funny man we were standing in line all right and uh we were all talking and 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 the um the line nazi comes up to us and is like you must be six feet apart i'm like wait a minute we're all together. It's okay. We came in the same car, and we didn't wear a mask in the car. So I think we're fine wearing a mask and being together on the spot. And um, and as she is yelling at us about standing there, there is a gentleman with no mask on standing by the, uh, like, it's probably about 8 feet or 10 feet away from us, by the gaming machines coughing and then sticking his hands on the machine and i'm going wait a minute you worried about us standing in line when they got this dude over here <laughs> yeah grab the grab the bleach and go hose that guy down it was funny man i was like this is some stupid shit <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. so um you said all three of you got it was three people in the band correct correct all right where's the third member what, what happened he's upstairs um <sighs> He's typical. our son. I know. I was gonna say typical kids. God, how how old is he? Uh, twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. All right. God, damn children. So, you know, not 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 a little boy anymore, but uh... no, and he's actually close to finishing a public health degree. Oh, which wow. ironically it happens to be um, in epidemiology, which seems kind of relevant now. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty awesome. So you guys have been stranded together. Did it yep. make has it made the family tighter or has it made the family want to choke each other? <laughs> Can you upgrade Wi Fi which helped a lot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we 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 we've been running on about a you know, eleven or twelve year old router and uh, so we upgraded the router and we've got now faster Wi Fi speed and uh, you know, in the spring we had, he was doing classes from home and, uh, our daughter works, uh, uh, for a large automotive and travel company, uh, doing phone support. And so they sent her home. So she was running a call center in the living room. Our son was doing online school in the kitchen. Uh, Marin was teaching classes upstairs from the bedroom and I was teaching classes from down here in the garage. So, nice. Um, Damn. We, we, we tested the limits of the Google <laughs> nest system. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, I, it hasn't been, um, 
you know, it's, it's been a lot more time together than normal. Than ever before. Um, <laughs> and I guess we've, you know, we've had some moments usually regarding the lack of available options for food. <laughs> nice. What do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? I don't know. I don't so know. tired of eating. Yeah, and, and, and that's kind of the thing, too, is like you get to the point where you're like, I don't want to fucking eat no more. It's like this. That's all we do now. Is we just sit here. Eat. It's it's like the movie Wally. We don't move. We just sit yeah. there and order food and just sit nothing. You said we sit here and eat. What are you talking about? I've been trying to sit here and eat, but no, I'm over here on the podcast. <laughs> Let my pizza get cold. Oh please, you know you've been eating it while the whole time we were on the damn show, dude. I had one bite. That was it. I oh, can't wait. Come on, dude. Listen to me. I'm gonna sit down and watch some Netflix. Probably watch a sappy movie, cry for a little bit, and just be mad at you because you made me wait an hour <laughs> so I can have my pizza. I'm not mad at the guests. I'm mad at you, Wayne. Okay? Uh, it's not, hey, look. Look. You knew you had to be on here for 630. No one told you to order fucking pizza. Uh, my stomach did. Oh, well, <laughs> you know. I'm sorry. Your stomach was lying to you. No, it's the stomach has a lining. It's a major difference, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, movies and stuff, um, I watched a film last night called six underground if any of you guys have seen that um i was actually pretty blown away by it it's a movie with uh ryan reynolds in it and uh it's very 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 good it's about six people who are um uh fake their deaths basically and they all decide to become ghost operatives and go and help a country stage a coup to take over the dictator and it's super good i was floored by this film i i, I what is it again six underground i think it's called um what is it on netflix it's on netflix, okay, okay. It's on netflix. six underground you should watch it i guarantee you really like it sorry i just went on a tangent there about this movie because it just josh said sappy movie and i was just like oh that's so cute i watched a good one last night anyway Oh, that's so that's a survived. lockdown was Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Netflix was a lifesaver, and I guarantee you they they their stock went up between between Netflix, Hulu, and then now HBO Max or whatever it is that that's oh, Max that, is killing it. Yeah, like they, they they're like okay, since no one can go to the movie theaters, let's just make them come straight here. <laughs> Why would I want to go to theater anymore? Now you can put the movies right in my house. And I, and I was telling um, a prior guest, um, I want to say it was Paul Taylor. Paul Taylor was the gentleman who played Penhead on uh, Hellraiser or one of the one of the movies. And um, he was on, and I think we were talking about you know the fact that films are no longer going to be in theaters or or however it may be in theaters, it may not. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, my kid won't be able to take a chick to the movie. You know, I'm thinking to myself, he's going to grow up with, like, not... He's going to be like, what is that, Dad? Come on. We're watching a movie right here on my phone, you know? It's like... Yeah. Here, listen. <laughs> Come sit on the porch and watch my iPad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can pretend it's a drive through kid. Look, a uh, drive-in. Like, you can sit in the car. I'll put... We'll put an <laughs> iPad on the back of the seat, and y'all can just sit there and hang out. <laughs> we can all watch something different. How cool. <laughs> That's that's not a bad idea, <laughs> right? We've got people doing like drive drive-in shows these days. They they are. Um, uh, the band Guar actually did a drive-in tour. They did like three, four dates. They went around to different drive-ins to do shows, which yeah, I thought was a, cool. A venue up here that's taken you know they take over their parking lot once a month or something like that and set up a big drive-through or you know, drive-in kind of a deal and they'll screen a movie and they'll have a couple of bands and um that's so cool i i i would love to do something like that out here but i don't know where we would be able to yeah i mean it's been it's been interesting looking at the creative ways that people have tried to improvise um you know both the the performers and the venues and um and so forth and just People scratching, trying to keep uh, yeah. art and music going. Well, you know, eventually when uh, all the the doors reopen, it's going to be like a damn waterfall of stuff. People, like, multiple new albums will be hitting the market. And, you know, everybody's going to be like, look, all this stuff. And then we're gonna, the problem is we're going to have, like, 
25% less venues by that time because everybody's going to be shut down and you know it's it's going to be feast and like it's going to be a feast or famine for a lot of places you know and i just i just imagine that you know booking in the immediate post plague era is going to be you know a weird thing um with, it with already is. Venues and people itching to get back out on the road again um you know being able to book a coherent tour um that uh you know I've got X nights on the road and I'm looking for, you know, that many, that many gigs. And ideally we'd like to not have to double back for eight hours to get from point A to B to C. Right. Uh, and I just, you know, it's going to be lots, lots of people scrambling for some pretty scarce resources. Um, but one hopes that people, audiences uh, are not going to just click. I'm interested in coming to this event uh, and that they will in fact show up. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 also a hard, another hard thing about the the new age of uh, promotion and things like that. Because I remember as a kid, we had to put flyers on poles and hand yeah. out flyers and do things like that. And you know, it's it's kind of funny. Is like back then, that you didn't even know who was going to come to the show. It's like ah, something might happen; they might come, but you'd have more people show up. But then than you do now, it has like all these going or interested like okay this is how i look at it when when you look at a, a event page on your facebook page look at it and if there's 40 people let's say they're coming you might as well say about 20 like yep. cut it cut it in half cut it in half right away uh you know because either they'll forget about it or something comes up or you know something like that but netflix. yeah <laughs> netflix, netflix and chill yeah. baby this movie came out on HBO Max, man. <laughs> man, a movie is only an hour and a half to two hours long. Come on. It's on my phone. Right. You can bring the movie with you. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is it has been a weird um, way, like you were saying with booking, is like because I've uh, we do every year we do a thing called the Unholy Nights Festival at Babylon. And it's every Friday and Saturday night in february it's really hard to book bands right now because a lot of people are either afraid you know of getting in groups or playing inside and things like that um you know usually we do four bands a night or four acts a night uh some right now some will have three some has two some has four so it's kind of a weird you know thing but we're gonna go with it you know fuck it we we're not gonna miss it this will be year six that we do it and um, so hopefully it, it turns out all right. And I think you mentioned that, that Babylon now has outdoor staging. And, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. We, and just, you know, again, you've got to do the things you can to, to keep everybody safe. And, uh, you know, give, we've had people asking, when are you guys going to play out again? It's like, well, we get vaccinated because we've got some high risk people in the band. And, right. Uh, you know, don't want to take those risks personally. And would feel would feel awful if an event that we were part of um, ended up as a super spreader event, and somebody <laughs> that we you know that we knew that we that was one of our friends or our fans uh, ended up getting sick and or dying uh, from you know coming out. Yeah, I mean it's true. It's 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 a whole lot of mess that you got to take into consideration. Yeah, yeah. Well, well are you again, talking about me again? Yeah, uh, we always talk about you. You know that. Aww. I was talking sweet about you. Wait, you ain't got to. <laughs> uh, if you haven't noticed, he's very special. Dude, what the fuck? We're what? Not, what, did we not talk about my intelligence on the show already? What? I, I said you were special. I know what that means. Okay? Oh. <laughs> I read it on Facebook. You're being mean. You're being a jerk. <laughs> I am not being a jerk. Um, See, this would be the time that we would like cut to commercial and play the Pretenders or something. <laughs> you know, little, little, little brass in pocket. Oh we yeah, should... I'm. A, I'm gonna I'm be a pretender, all right? I'm gonna pretend that Wayne doesn't exist right now. Okay. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, well, you know, why don't we um, uh, tell everybody out there, guys, like uh, where where they can find your music and. That way, you know, if people are really interested in going check your eyes out, there you go. Well, the, the one-stop shop is our website, uh, which is pf63.net. 
And uh, on that first page, you scroll down a little bit, then all the relevant links are there. So our Facebook link, our Bandcamp link, um, our YouTube channel, our Twitch channel, um, our Patreon, if you want to get in on uh, goodies from the PF63 archive. Um, so pf63.net um, is, again, like sort of the, the central clearinghouse. I mean, we've got stuff all over everywhere. Bandcamp is our store. Um, and so well, you can get our music uh, there either in download or uh, if you like uh, CDs or vinyl. Uh, we've even got cassettes uh, of our uh, Owls record um, for sale. What else do we have? We've got T-shirts. We've got hey, art, original artwork by the Redhead here, um, you know, original <laughs> band artwork. Um, I know, Wayne, you have a refrigerator in your house? I do. We have magnets. What? I was about to say, this is a weird segue. I got to see where this goes. <laughs> we have a refrigerator in our house. We have, we have a fucking, we got ice trays. You know? Gosh, do, you, do you have keys? We do. We yeah. have a keychain that looks like it was stolen from a motel. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Oh, I, my God. I think, Sign me up. I know. This, this, this is what you would get from me on stage anyway, right? At some <laughs> point, I, if, if I remember to pimp the merch, I'll ask somebody, you know, do you have a refrigerator? We've got a magnet. You know, we've got a key fob. <laughs> you know, I, I've that was the one thing I hated to do on stage. Like everybody's like, dude, don't forget to, to, to talk about the shirts we got. I'm like, man, ain't nobody worried. They know we got a merch table. They just go over there. <laughs> dude, that's why I'm so happy to be my own boss now. So if y'all, since you guys probably don't know, the reason why I say Jab Leon is because I do hip hop now and I don't have to answer to anyone. If I fuck up, that's my own fault. Like damn, that just sucks to be me, you know. That's it, and I just go home. That's it, you know. Yeah. No, nothing else. I don't well, have to hear I, my fucking bass fuck player getting mad. It's my wife and my son reminding me that I fucked up. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Well, listen, that's the reason why the wife is there. Okay, just saying, you know. Yeah. It, no matter what, not even just for music, she's got to let you know when you're fucking up all the time. She does the heavy lifting in so many regards. <laughs> Keeping me on in in line, making sure that I'm doing all the driving, you know that whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, yeah, and you know it's it's I understand it's it's part of the you know part of your thing where you have to kind of push your merchandise or whatnot, you know. And I'm just kind, I don't know, man. I, I just I was never the kind of guy to be like. Hey, don't forget we got we got merchandise over there if you guys want it. Or even my other thing is, I know this is kind of dick, but I never ever ever out of all the years I've played music said, "Don't forget to tip your bartenders." <laughs> if the motherfucker No, these motherfuckers don't want to tip you. I can't make them. <laughs> no, but, but, no, but you scored a lot of points with the bartenders for just yeah. saying, "Nah." No wonder why you get any free drinks, you asshole. <laughs> Hey, I yeah. got I got plenty of free drinks all the years we played, what, my friend. What do the, What do the kids call it these days? Virtue signaling. Yeah, reminding yeah. the crowd to tip the bartender is a form of virtue signaling. You're saying, yeah. "Hey, bartender, we're on the same page here." You know. I don't. I don't think I've ever. I, I may. Have, I can't say ever. I may have said it once, but I mean, like honestly, I just. I never. Of course, now don't get me wrong. Like when we played shows. I was probably the drunkest out of everyone, so I probably don't remember half the fucking shit I said on stage. Um, I've ended up naked on stage multiple times and had no idea. I am trying to get that image out of my head right now. <laughs> this was years ago, man. This was years ago. Um, you know, I, I I've, up in my mouth. Uh, I, I've ha- I have a friend who was a former host on the show who always said, <laughs> he always says, I don't know who's seen your ass more, your mom or me. You know, <laughs> from trying to help me up or, 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 you know, he used to sit there and, uh, when I would go out he would come meet me out sometimes and he'd be like, okay, I'm going to go home. I said, go ahead. I'm good. He said, you got a ride home? Nope. <laughs> He's like, all right. Well, then he would stay until I finally got home to make sure I was not dead. You know? <laughs> oh, it was a very good friend. Very good friend. But he would walk What's in, walk Why in. Why didn't you marry him instead? Eh, eh. Not my type. Well, sounds like you're missing out, okay, buddy? <laughs> Adam, you hear that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, I was really appreciative that he did that kind of stuff. But I always thought it was funny that he would always he would always sit around and he'd tell me, you know, man, you sh- last night, what? You showed me your balls again. I'm like, what? 
No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so I mean, if it was, if it's a good thing, it was that long ago. There probably it probably didn't end up like on YouTube or anything. No, so. no, 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 no. None of that stuff ended up on YouTube. Uh, we have very few videos of the band on YouTube and um, or either band. And uh, the second band when I was playing in Breach, I was more sober in that band, so I never really drank. Um, actually, I don't think I ever. For Breach, I don't think I ever drank. I think I was completely straight for that band, which was weird because of the shit I would say. Um, but Resurrection Man, I'll put it this way. We played a show at the bar in Fat City, and it was our it was our CD release show. And uh, we only had 45 minutes worth of music, okay? I promise you, we only had 45 minutes. We had two other bands that played in front of us. The house was packed. It was, it was a good 150 to 200 people at the building. And... Uh, and we were getting ready to um, to play, and we played forty five minutes worth of music for two and a half hours because we were all trashed, <laughs> and the people loved it. The whole place stayed full, and I fell off the stage three times. Um, there's pictures of like every band member from all the other bands on stage with us because we covered. Uh, Iron Maidens somewhere in time and we, everybody was up there singing with us. It was ridiculous. Like we was completely retarded. But it was fun. It was a good time. It's, sounds like a rock and roll moment. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what it was about. That's what it was about. I couldn't do that shit anymore though. <laughs> right, Josh? Man, why you got always gotta bring me to your bullshit? I'm just asking, man, right? Okay, sorry, I have anger issues. What happened? And pizza. <laughs> and, pizza. and pizza. Yeah, and pizza. Been waiting to enjoy. <laughs> um you know, it's been fun, dude, catching up with you guys again. Um is yeah. there is anything on the list that you guys want everybody to know and uh before we get out of here? Yeah, let me just uh we, we might as well pimp our stuff, right? Hell yeah, do uh, it. Yeah, please do. So please. Uh, back, in, back in June, uh, we released our fourth full-length album. Uh, the record is called Owls, and it came out on the Sister Raygun Records label out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, it's available in, on, in red and black vinyl, cassette, and uh, CD, uh, you know, drink coasters. Um Two videos on YouTube. Yeah, uh, along when the record came out, we had uh, we released two videos for it. Um, the first single was kind of a trippy song called Nadine Codeine, uh, and our friend Mr. Nick J. Brown from Richardson, Texas, did a uh, suitably tripped out video for it. Um, we probably should have put like a flashing light warning on the YouTube <laughs> thing. Uh, so if you if you are prone to seizures, you might want to uh, be careful with that one. And then uh, we released a video for the title song, Owls, um, which was uh, produced by Mr. Ryan J. Gill of the web cartoon The Other Ass. And uh, That sounds if sexy. You're not, if you're not familiar with The Other Ass, you should check it out. Um, it's a, a sort of a music-oriented <laughs> uh, web cartoon uh, series. And uh, Ryan made a... Um, brilliantly stupid video for a song that is stupid and i don't know somebody else will have to decide whether the song is brilliant or not um but uh, the, we're real happy with uh, with uh, nick and and ryan's work on the videos and uh looking forward to you know maybe sometime before this calendar year is over uh being able to get out and play some shows for owls uh, and bring our boxes of merch along and get rid of some of these records that have been piled yeah. up that we haven't been able to get out of the house. Um, but if you want, uh, like, you know, a uniformed agent of the U.S. government to bring one to your doorstep uh, and go to our Bandcamp page, um, what else? And then, and in the meantime, we're we're writing songs. We've got uh, pretty much, uh, we may be one or two tracks shy of having another full length record ready to go. That's um, awesome. So, I think the plan is sometime here in 2021 um, when, again, things sort of calm down and we feel like we can safely get in the studio, um, we'll start working on that and um, have more boxes of records sitting around our house. Ah, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. well, well, I tell you what, when, when, when you guys get on, on track to doing another tour, you let me know and I'll definitely book you guys. So don't worry. I got you guys in Metairie out here, so... Sounds what? sounds like a plan. We we love we love getting down there and um, 
you know, it's always 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 a fun time to play um, in Louisiana. Um, you guys, you guys always show us a good time. Either in New Orleans, we've had fun in Homa. We've got good buddies up in um, Ruston. Nice. Uh, we, you know, make the four-hour drive across North Texas into and and through through the beautiful city of Shreveport um, <laughs> as as often as we possibly can because um, they're. <laughs> People inexplicably like us in Ruston. Well, that's good. That's good. I mean, you know. So you don't you don't turn your back on people who inexplicably like you. No. So we're, gonna, we're gonna hold you to this, Wayne. I, I got you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> I got y'all. Anytime. Let's 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 make this happen. Let's make this and we'll crazy. We'll share a pizza with Josh. There you go. Bless y'all. Bless y'all. That's it. <laughs> That's what we so ought to do. A table and, and have individual pizzas with Josh. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we'll we'll sit there and have a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but. But yeah, guys, it was really cool having y'all back on, man. And I'm glad you guys were able to do this. Um, and hopefully we can get out of this funk soon and all actually get to hang out and, yeah. you know, see, be in person and stuff. Yep. Well, mask up mofos, be, <laughs> be safe, and uh, we'll get through this. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, I was your host, Wayne. And I am Josh, a.k.a. Jab Leone. And those beautiful people were Professor Fuzz sixty three, and uh, as always, as always, as always, remember, remember to, to keep it, keep it, keep it, metal. That's it.